again, this is Michael Lodge. I am the business advisor. I'm out of wind. I just came in. I was going to do this podcast before I went out, but I, I looked outside and I saw all the leaves and I thought, okay, I've got to go out and take care of this. My paths out to the benches are all covered with with uh, leaves. My my uh, back is covered. I mean, just covered with leaves. I mean, these leaves in these trees are coming down. And they're coming down with these acorns that sound like, I've said this before, it sounds like we're getting uh, attacked by bullets. Listen, the uh, CPI, Consumer Price Index, came out today. The numbers are not good. Not good at all. The uh, numbers, of course, went up in September. We all knew it, right? I mean, we're all experiencing it at the grocery store, at the gas station, at wherever we're buying stuff at. We are experiencing not just inflation, but the recessionary time. Now, the CPI report came in at 8.2. 8.2 is very high. It went up 4 points, 4%. And, I mean, compared to year to year, we went up 4%. That is, that's a big jump. And do you want to know where it came from? It came from... um. It came from a lot of different places that you and I experience every time we go to buy groceries. So overall, it went up 8.2%. The core CPI is at plus 6.6%, which means that's went up the core CPI. Gas went up 18.2%. Fuel oil went up 58.1%. Now think of this. We're entering into the... Winter months where a lot of you are heated by oil and natural gas, okay? Your bills are going up. And they're going to get even higher as you have to start turning on that heat to keep yourselves warm. The decision is going to be made. Do I buy food or do I heat myself? Winter coats, right? Winter coats. So gas prices went up 18.2%. Fuel oil went up 58.1%. Electricity went up 15.5%. Groceries went up 13%. Meat, poultry, and fish went up 7.7%. Milk went up 15.2%. Eggs, and I've experienced this because eggs are getting expensive now. It's 30.5% it went up. Baby food went up 11.8%. And airfares, flying. I know, I just bought tickets. I know exactly what's going on. And I'll tell you a story about that later. Airfares went up 42.9%. Now, if you look at inflation compared to your wages, you lost 3% of your wages because of inflation. That means that you're having to struggle. You're, the amount of money that's coming in is not enough to cover the weekly and the monthly ex- expenses that you live with and which I live with. That is a big problem. And as we get closer to cold, I mean, it's getting cold right here in South Carolina, but as we get closer to cold up in the northern and eastern parts of the United States, they're going to be paying some big bucks to keep themselves warm. And I've, I've warned you guys about this before. 
that the winter months are going to be the highest inflationary months because it's going to affect your pocketbook when you go to pay for your electricity or for your uh, oil and gas heating. It's just, it's just the, the fact. These prices have not come down. Inflation has not peaked. We're still going to see more inflation, and it's coming our way. And the biggest part of this inflation, inflationary period is because we have really bad government policies at the moment dealing with the economy and inflation. The biggest part is that the Federal Reserve failed to act fast enough. They should have acted months ago. But now we're going to see more interest rates going up because now they've got to attack inflation. So that means that their interest rates are going to have to go up. That means that they've, that's the only way that they feel is as though that they can kill this inflation. So those interest rates are going to go up, and that means that individuals who have adjustable, adjustable rate mortgages, your interest rate and payments are going to go up, which means that we will probably see, well, not probably, we will see a lot more foreclosures down the line. Those of you who have purchased new cars, your prices are going up because the car dealers have been out willing and dealing where they're stretching out your payments and it's based upon the interest rate. Your payments are going to go up. So as the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, that creates havoc within the interest rate markets out there because that means that people are not going to buy a home if they know that interest rates are going to come out. And by the way, Fannie Mae is supposed to come out with their rates today. We'll see what they if they went up or if they went down. We'll have to watch that very closely. I haven't seen that report come out yet. I, I, you know, I have to watch so many different reports because it all affects our economy. And I haven't seen what Fannie Mae is going to do yet. Maybe it's out by now. I haven't known. I'm doing this podcast. I'll let you know. But we are going to see more inflation as time goes by. We are not going to see a reduction in inflation. I would hope so. I mean, I cross my fingers that it happens. Because that's what we want, right? We want to see inflation going down. But in listening to the economists today who were on the on the networks and posting on Twitter, they are stating that this is going to be a very long recession. And those people out there who are saying that we're not in a recession yet, they're absolutely stupid. I mean, the, the Biden yesterday came out and did an interview and he said, well, we might see a little bit of recession. No, we are already in recession. The president is out of touch of, of what his economy is all about. He's done so much damage to it that he doesn't understand what he's done. And by the way, one other thing that's pissing me off is that Biden and the White House keep blaming, and the Democrats keep blaming Saudi Arabia for not lowering the gas prices. Listen, that's their prerogative. It's our prerogative to be independent in our own energy production. But we're not because Biden took it all away. Because they have a political agenda of everybody being electric, electrical operators of cars in the next few years, and they're not even prepared for it. The electrical grid is not prepared for it. Individuals in, in the economy right now certainly cannot go out and buy a $70,000 electric vehicle. They just can't afford it. 
So we need to start ramping up our fuel production here in the United States. We have shut down two or three of our refineries just because of the red tape that has come out of the energy department. So we need to gear up and start going again and start producing more oil. We can do it. But we're stopped by politics. We're stopped by bad economic policy and energy policies coming out of Washington, D.C., So let's not point fingers and be angry at Saudi Arabia. That's not the problem. The problem that America has is politics. And the problem lies within the White House right at the president's desk. Remember the buck stops at his desk. So we need to start producing more um, energy. The other issue is that we are spending so much money that if you look at our debt and the amount of interest that is we are paying on that debt, we might not be able to sustain paying that interest for much longer because it is going up and up and up. Spending is more and more. Borrowing is more and more. And the economy is being hurt drastically because of this overspending money spree that the Democrats think they have on control over the purse strings of the United States government. If we want to see some real, real thought process in this, and we really want to see some uh, a feeling from Americans that Americans that the government is doing something, it would be to start cutting their own costs. Cut out these duplicate services that we're providing. Cut out all of this nonsense that we are spending money on. We, If you were to look at the waste of money that is being spent by the United States government at the moment, you would be absolutely shocked and you'd probably pee your pants because I'm telling you it's bad. So we have a problem, and that is we have a government in the way of our economy. Government is the problem at the moment. And if we don't start reining in government and start telling these guys, listen, stop spending this money and start doing something for the American people, we are going to be in a deep pile of caca. Right now we're just in a bucket. But the more spending that they pile into that, it becomes caca. And we are over, overflowing with caca. So we have also choices as Americans. We can go to the polls on in November and we can vote out anyone that voted to spend money anyone who said okay the economy is so wonderful there's no inflation remember those words because they came from the Democratic Party there's no inflation no one's being hurt the world is wonderful America is so strong and vibrant As people are struggling to buy just the basics to eat at the grocery store. As gas prices go up that no one's traveling anymore because they can't afford it. They can't fly that much because the prices of airline tickets are so greatly out of control. And so we have an out-of-control government, out-of-control spending, out-of-control taxation... And they're not willing to sit back and say, okay, what can we do as a government to reduce inflation? And that would be at the very beginning of all nations, when they look at their economy, they got to cut costs. If they don't start cutting costs, how can they expect Americans to cut costs if they're not willing to cut costs? 
I mean, we have to. We're forced into it because we can't afford some of the stuff that's going on. Even myself, every single day, if I go out and buy something, I think about it two or three times before I even pick it up off the shelf and put it into my basket because I don't know what the end result's going to be when I total everything up. Is it going to be past my budget? What I'm able to spend. Now, along with that, I wanted to tell you one other thing, and that is that Social Security benefits are going up. I believe they're going up to eight point. Let me look it up here. I'll tell you what it is. Social Security benefits. I just posted it today. Social Security benefits are going to go up uh, considerably in 2023 because they have to match inflation. They've got to go up because everything else is going up. So Social Security will rise to 8.7% in 2023, which is the biggest annual jump in 40 years, adding over $100 billion to annual budget deficits. The extra money received by beneficiaries will then increase demand for consumer goods. The combined result will be even higher inflation. So we're trying to keep up. Social Security is trying to keep up. American with their salaries are trying to keep up, but yet we're being attacked every single day by government. Government is the problem. So send your message very loud and clear to government. Aha, enough, enough. I'm voting you out of office. Listen, if you want more contact with me, go to my website, which is www.lodge-co.com. Again, that's www.lodge-co.com. I am Michael Lodge. And I am the business advisor. Let's listen to some jazz. Bye-bye.